Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do a live on a first Friday edition of the program. Merely Bo in the Great Z. You heard in the uh, the Next Level promo there, I got to tell you, Stefan- young Stefanski blew it on the blizzard. And you can't do M&Ms. The problem there is they become hard. The chocolate becomes untenable. They become almost like chocolate ice missiles. True. You got to have, there's in a blizzard, you have to have something that's malleable. You can't have it. There's only the one. The M&M has to melt in your mouth. You're behind the eight ball on that because it's frozen. There's only one good. There's only one proper blizzard. I don't want to go. I, I love your conviction. Thank you. I have a feeling I'll probably like your choice and that you and I both enjoy the same toppings on pizza among many other foods of similar, although you like heat more than I do. Um, I think there are several. What is your one? I'm sure there are several. I'm sure anything yeah, with no. a combination No, but no, no, of, don't step. I wanted to hear the one. The one is the banana cream pie. It's so good. It's unreal. It's so good. It it's unreal. It. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah. I think an Oreo is usually pretty undefeated, too. Fine. The chocolate, it's, peanut yeah. butter, a cookie dough is going to be yeah. fine. But you have, the point with all of that is you have to have the crumble, crumble. part of it. It right. can't be. Well, and, and banana is the perfect thing to freeze. A frozen banana is a delight. And then mm-hmm. you've got graham cack cracker crumble in there. I mean. It's everything that you'd want. It's everything you'd want. Never forget there's always money in the banana stand. The um, the other thing that was for the kids, for the kids, um, the other ones that I would often see that people do that make no sense. And honestly, there there is one that's worse than the, the M&M, and that is the gummy worm, any sort of gummy worm. First of all, you can't mix those two. Ice cream and gummy worms don't work. That's not That can't work. They're two very different type of sweets. And then the other problem with it is, again, you're dealing with frozen, a, a now a frozen worm. You're frozen you sugar forever. and gelatin doesn't sound like a winning combination. It's not a win. Gummy worms belong in like crumbled up Oreos as dirt, and you make like that kind of a dirt yeah. cake. Yeah, that's what. That's do you have doing. a do you do you like an ice cream from time to time? I know you're not a cream guy typically, but do you like an ice cream cone or an ice cream? Sure, I don't. I rarely allow myself the indulgence. We've we've got a lot of. Um, We'll have some type of a bananas foster ice cream in the house at all times, and we'll have a, some type of a chocolate peanut butter ice cream in the house at all times. Yeah. And I will have one teaspoon. A teaspoon? A teaspoon. One teaspoon. Is that even a, a, a Is night. that a bite? Yeah, it's a bite. One bite a night. <whistles> if I have ice cream, which is not every night. That's, but that's incredible a, discipline out of you to go for a and teaspoon. Sometimes a Grater's black raspberry chocolate. Yeah, that's, that's a popular win. Yeah. yeah. Jenny's does some good stuff in your neighborhood. Oh, it's great. Yeah, they, uh, they've got a brambleberry that is Bramble stunning. is outstanding. Yeah, I feel yeah. like Miss K would love brambleberry. Yeah, I think they have a bananas foster. They have a banana something that we have from time to time. Yeah, they probably do. Yeah. Yeah. All right, there you go. Uh, we're practicing. Away we go. We're practicing. Bears here on Saturday. I can't wait to play games that matter. Me this neither. one's going to be fun, though. It potentially could be fun. We could see some people. Well, we'll hopefully we're going to hear from hear from coach at some point, right? Do he does he talk today or does he not talk today? I don't know. It's not on here. No talking today. No talking today. No talking. So today is technically a Thursday because we're Saturday work week world, and coach usually doesn't talk Thursday. It's usually coordinators. So no. Mm. So we will have, but we had Van Pelt yesterday. So is Joe Woods today? Is he t- he's not talking? He didn't no. just- he's tomorrow, I think. What the hell is going on around here? Hey, you know. Can we get a schedule? Yeah, well, we've got 
Look. So do we have coach tomorrow at one? Is he tomorrow at one? I don't think so. Thursday? So is he done? Coach is supposed to talk tomorrow at some point. We just don't know when. practice at 11. Oh, jeez. So, because tomorrow's technically a Friday, so it could be like 1230 when he talks. Probably 1250. After practice. Look, here's available after practice tomorrow. Here's the deal. You're not getting anything anyway. No, but it'd be. I assume, though, connecting the dots, that since Everflus has said that his guys are going to play for a half, it's all likelihood considering Coach acknowledged that they talked about script and all of those things that we you would get some of our regulars. That we're going to do what they do, yeah. I would think. Now, I'm looking on the most recent thing for the week, Gibe, and maybe it changed, obviously, as things go on, but it, it did say uh, that he would talk today at 1, but obviously that's changed since Sunday. There is nothing on the rundown. Uh, no, I don't see that on the rundown. Internal. Right. So there we go. So no coach. Yeah, I'd just love to hear, and Brissett said that he doesn't even know when he talks. Spoiler alert there. Buckets. You got it going on a first Friday. Sun's out. A little bit of heat back. Maybe your last little taste of August, of summer. Man, I'll tell you what. I got to chase a small ball around yesterday. With the Did you really? Oh, it was first golf delight. in five weeks. What a delight. It was pure joy. Of course. Pure joy. Yeah. Right out of bed, smooth 75. It was great. Felt great about it. While you were doing that, I was uh, molding 15, 6- and 7-year-olds about the intricacies of really just running where you're supposed to run. I would like people so. to take a, get a peek into the window of your life because not only do I consider you a fine man, you're our, you are a selfless partner in this program, but you are a selfless father who is oh, solely kind of dedicated to – your children's pursuit of sports. And of course there's great joy in it for you as well. Sure. I loved coaching Artie Buckets, mm-hmm. but it is a massive time commitment. If you wouldn't mind for the people who understand that you come in here after doing another program, by yeah. the way, for my other, occu- yeah, my morning, other job, my morning work, three hours yeah. by yourself, then you come here and bring it. And then I appreciate that. What happens when you leave here? You, you get, you go home, you pick up the kids, you get them some sort of a snack situation. We've been doing that, by the way. That's the win is like a healthy snack at 430. Oh, love it. Got to um, give them that energy. Yeah, get a little bit of that. And then a light meal on the back end is what we've been doing. That's, love that. that seems to be. But practice is every day, right? Practice is every single day. So for, uh, for Not Black Cobra, it is uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, games, Saturdays. For I'm not coaching Beamsy this year. I'll coach him in basketball. So then for Bootsy, it's Tuesdays and Thursdays. Now the whole time, not Black Cobra's practicing all of those days except Tuesdays. So then I've got a drop in him places. And then Beamsy's practicing from 6 to 7.30, Tuesdays and Thursdays. So after I get done with Bootsy's practice, I then go pick up Beamsy from his practice. And then we convene at the homestead. Um, yeah, I do. I wouldn't change it. I pre- Very kind words out of you. I very That's much true. appreciate that. Um, and this is kind of what it is from now until you got like May. A- <laughs> And for the next 10 years. Yeah. Well, no, I think the, – well, the other thing about it is I, once they get into junior high, you're kind of done. You can't keep coaching them. But yeah, because they get be... – I'll be at all of it, but I'm yeah. not going to be at the pra- – like once seventh grade, from what I can tell, up through sixth grade, you can help out, and, and they need it, quite frankly, because there's not enough people seventh who want to do it. Like, this is but the seventh grade, now. it's like this is the paid coach, and then you're done. You're done. So, yeah, okay. through through sixth grade. So – for example, not Black Cobra is in the fifth grade, so I'll have Two one this, yeah. this year, next year, then he's That's out of the mix. Bootsy, however, just a first grader, so I get a long way there. How's he handling not Black Cobra? I think he – got to be honest. I think he's kind of – I'm proud that he kind of gets it. Yeah. Like he kind of thought it was funny. It's because it is funny. Yeah, he kind of thought it was funny. 
that it was. And it's obviously a nod to not Pedro. Of course. And um, but I think it's I, I was proud of him. Like he like started laughing. He's like, that's pretty good. So I thought, oh, you got the sense of humor to understand. You got to get him some like now. NBC sports shirts that just that, say NBC, NBC sports. Yeah, that would be. That's a good idea. Yeah. I always worked for CBS when I was in television, but perhaps I could. Maybe Mr. Donovan could. He's oh, perhaps he's yeah. ensconced. That would be, yeah, some little NBC stuff. Plus, then I could play into the peacocking. The kids love the peacock. Oh, yeah, of course. They're big peacocking. That's, How could that's they a big not? deal. Yeah. Made a huge mistake last night. So I, um, the kids, the littles were off to bed, and then that's my time for silence. You, I, you got me excited about Madden yesterday when you were talking about it, and I thought I'd like to – Maybe I should play that a little bit. And? So I downloaded it. Peacock this is an elite. That's an elite blazer right there. The blazer choice for today so the blazer is, is a tr- yeah, Is that it's a charcoal a, with a blue Yeah, maybe a little window blue pane. window pane. Yeah, it's an elite. But it's the, I love that. That's it's strong. strong. There, something of importance happened today. I, don't, I can't say what. Well, he's here dressed like that. So no, yeah. there's – yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so I – Madden. When I turned it on, yep. So I I started the download. It goes pretty quick on the Series X. Not it goes bad. Really quick, a couple yeah, hours bad. and you're good. So I I did the one that you said where they get the money and all that. So I did that one. So I downloaded that before we went to football, unbeknownst to them. So when I fired up the TV in the basement, and they're on the third floor. When I fired up the TV on the basement, I was unaware that the audio that was previously set was apparently there for like a U2 concert. Okay. So. EA Sports. It's in the game. Oh, so they're like <clears throat> swarm. Yeah. A swarm. swarm. <laughs> yeah, right to the Bootsy basement. Bootsy sprinting. What is this? What is this? Like, it's 830. He's supposed to be in bed. You just see his head flop around the corner. What is this? What is this? Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, everybody's got it. Oh, yeah. It's a party now. And then, as if that gift wasn't enough, getting them to actually try to go to bed while I bought Madden. All I wanted was like an hour of quiet. That's really what I was hoping Toast. for. Toast. Gone. So now you couldn't get them to bed this morning. So I'm up at 6 every day. They were well into gaming when I got up. Oh, yeah. Like, I said, why are you up? Beams goes, Madden. Bootsy, Bootsy wanted to play Madden like 5.30. So today's going to go great for them at school. Oh, sure. man. It's going to be a real yeah. retreat for the, the teachers. The not pleased by my efforts. By not the way, how cool is it when it opens with Madden and it shows all the various – maddens over the years and it's it's awesome, awesome. it's awesome did yeah. you get into the game the all man game where he's young man on one <laughs> sideline and old man on the other sideline and no because okay. it was the, a lot of the, the stuff that auto launched was happening as i was trying to get the kids to not realize what i was doing for sure so i wasn't able to really get into Enjoy it and it, honestly yeah. guess how much i played none zero zero yeah. it was we'll over. get there we'll get there did you watch hard knocks last night i did watch hard knocks last right. night i have a i have a strong opinion on it go ahead same. Do you want to? I go first. You go no, ahead. I've been talking. Please. You. I need to hear your voice. The dulcet tones. I have no idea if it's going to work, mm-hmm. but there is something to me, yeah, captivating and motivating about Dan Campbell. I have no idea if it's going to work. None. Are you ready for this? But there is something to me that I feel like he will pull out of these guys something. I came away from it last night, thinking to myself that there is a from that in 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 the context of that show he is like tony soprano yes. or tywin lannister or larry david he is a singular force of nature 100% that is beyond anything that i've ever seen in hard knocks so much so that they have punted on what is normally 
a pretty strict scripting of how these go out. And for the better. And for the better. This All this is, it, I mean, so if it's a 54-minute episode, was it 40 minutes of just him on a mic? Yes, easily. And then Deuce Daly gets a little bit. Aaron Glenn gets a little bit. Here's a rookie who might make the cut. But for like a second, whereas a second. that would have been that way been too much. Yeah. We're looking at crystals. I mean, that, oh, none of that. None of it. It's Dan Campbell on a mic. It's basically Dan Campbell unplugged for three quarters of the episode. Yeah. Every episode. And it's awesome. I wonder. So this is what I wondered. And I've been on the sidelines mm -hmm. with plenty of our coaches. I've seen be able to observe other coaches. Like, I wonder, is there another coach that emoted the way that he did at the end of a preseason game for a two-point play? Has there ever been? I mean, there he was... has been previously in other, a former generation, but nobody in the last 20 years. I mean, he was, like, losing his mind. Yeah. And was so, but like, let him know th th this is for the game. And he says, yeah. man, if you want to play a drinking game and you do not have to drive, take a drink every time he says, man. Tell you what, man, this winning is great, man. This is the feeling we go for, man. So, but there's something about him. I is. came away I from this him. one. This was the one where I was like, I have no idea if this is going to work because mm -mm. it's not based on scheme or anything. But in terms of the force of personality of this hulking, strong figure mm -hmm. who cares deeply, like there is oh, no very question clear. that he cares deeply about the team, the players, the outcome of it. And he's probably too emotional. I bet that at some point that'll be something that he's got to manage. But there is something very compelling about him as a TV character. And it feels like there's something very compelling about him as a leader of men from that standpoint. Do you know who his offensive coordinator is? Because I don't. I just No, I know Aaron Glenn's the defense coordinator. Clearly. The offensive coordinator's got no run. No run. Zero. Less than zero. Less than zero. You look up that. I'm going to make a point. Deuce Staley gets all the We know that he's the running back. Like. Yeah, we know him screaming without a voice was a classic, incredible. Like the way they're approached to the the practices with Indy versus like our approach with the Eagles, <laughs> diametrically opposed. Apples and oranges, brother. The the thing that is that I thought was really interesting about it is you know you know that the buy-in that the, his team you, you can tell they will follow him they're ready to follow him they 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 are in on it there's no question now if it goes off the tracks does it all just come across as phony so it's really but, but the same would be true i think on the other side of it too right if the train goes off the tracks can you motivate this dude's not gonna have any trouble motivating the other thing i thought do you, go ahead do you have the office coordinator yep it's a ben johnson has not been featured. You've gotten not Deuce the Daly. Canadian Olympic runner. You, I don't know who it is. If you've it's not got him. it is not. You've gotten Mark Brunell. You've gotten Hank Fraley, the O line coach, and you've seen Antoine Randall L with the receivers. That's what you've seen so far. By the way, offensive assistant. How about this, JT Barrett? That makes sense. He would have. He would certainly have a future in that. And I then, just wanted to see Ben Johnson's picture. Kind of lineage. I've never even seen him. All right, what's the lineage here on him? All right, he was with the Dolphins. For a while. Well, O'Shea would have worked with him with the Dolphins. He was with the Dolphins from 2012 to 2018. I think so O'Shea was there in 19. That's where um, – oh, okay, just 19? Came, yeah. That's where um, Campbell had experience with Miami because he was the interim head coach there. Yep. So that's where that came from. Hmm. Very interesting. 
All right, so there you go. So that's the step. So I think that's critical because the offensive acumen is going to have to be there. I feel like defensively, you know, the, but the, the real key in this league is are you putting your guys in the best position to succeed? The other thing I thought of watching this, <clears throat> you know those images that go around social every once in a while of like a Great Dane and a Chihuahua, and it says these are the same species? Yep. Dan Campbell and McDaniel in – Miami, Saint, Mike they're, McDaniel. Mike, they're the same. Like they're both hired to coach NFL teams. Yes, I would say Dan Campbell and Kevin Stefanski could be more different. You could do it that way too. But actually, him and most everybody else in the league, yes, are completely opposite. But Mike McDaniel feels like the biggest opposite, sure, of Dan Campbell in every way, physically, all of it, approach, all of it, the whole thing, completely different. And an NFL team hired both of them. For the same job. Think about we, – we talk about this in terms of the the approach to preseason or the approach to training camp. I don't know that the league has been ever been so different. Now, most of the league is in the McDaniel camp now. Yes. There aren't many Camel guys left. In fact, who else would you say is in his – is there anybody else that's in that realm? I mean, Salah looks like him from a physical standpoint, but he is – I mean, he's got Mike McDaniel, not Mike McDaniel. He's got Michael Floor on that staff. They are very much from the Kyle mold, so I don't think he's that. I don't think he's most like of him. But our he goes league, out there and gets guys motivated and things like that. But most no. of our league is in the Kyle, you know, that tree, yeah, that Shanahan now, yeah. tree. It's most of them. McVeigh, McDermott in Buffalo. Does he have some not, of that to him? But he's not hulking like no. that. I'm not he's sure not what Belichick is anymore. McDermott's probably more like Harbaugh, yeah. Where there's similarities there. Would Good Tomlin leaders. be in the Dan Campbell mold? Different style, but a, you know, kind of that way. Great motivator. Great motivator. I mean, not everybody motivates the same, but I, I wonder if he's in that. I think he's one of one. I mean, and I, I, I really do. Vrabel, Vrabel would probably be very similar. Vrabel's the same. Yeah, that's a good one. But Vrabel I don't know, Vrabel, Vrabel, Vrabel's style of speech, at least that I've seen. And again, he's more, much more sarcastic. Yeah, and yes, and more, no, no, not like rah rah. I don't think Vrabel, but, but just kind of like muted relative to Dan Campbell's approach. There's to everything. nobody like Campbell. I mean, when he's pulling out the pants with chalk all over them, he's like, "We got to get all this losing out of here, man." Yeah, it's that losing, man. We got to get rid of that man because man, winning is sweet, man. <laughs> winning is sweet, man. That's why we do this, man. That's why we put in this. That's why we put in this time, man, so we can win. We're going places, man. I've seen it, man. I've seen the vision. I've seen it, man. I know you know it, man. We're going places. We just got to get rid of that losing, man. Got to get rid of that losing. It's a little bit much. You could do a little much in <laughs> yeah. his approach. Ooh, yeah, man, we're going to go places. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, man? We love winning, man. Yeah. We go to Indianapolis and we tussle it up with them, man. Yeah, we weren't ready day one, no. <laughs> day two, yeah, man. We were ready, man. Yeah. I love it. There's a lot to it. I There is. I love him. I'm in on him. I, I hope he I'm wins. I'm fully in. I hope they're I like great. Goff, I like, I like uh, Swift. Yeah, I like a lot of the guys on their team. I hope it's crazy. Like, does, does do, they, do they even know that Jamison Williams, is he on the team? Is he there? They haven't mentioned him, DJ Chark. Nothing. Not, Hawkinson. Nothing. Non, I'm on Ross St. Brown. Got one second with his dad, who was yeah. Mr. Olympian. I don't know where the rest of him has gone. It's just yeah. in a crazy body transformation. You've gotten a second of DeAndre Swift, but not much. Mm -mm. I mean, you got a little bit of that lineman. You got and, and that, that lineman. Ago, yeah. From not much. 
Not much. Like Jameson Williams wanted to wear nine, had to call Stafford to get approval to wear nine. Yeah, where is that? That would have been interesting for me to hear that how that went. But it's 40 minutes of 55 that's all Dan Campbell, and I think they're making the right choice because from an entertainment standpoint, it's killing it. Be sure to catch the Browns preview show tonight at 7, all along the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns radio network. Josh Dobbs and the voice of the Browns, Jim Donovan, join Ken and Gerard. That is tonight on the Browns preview show. Coming up next, Jacoby Brissett at the podium. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Welcome back into Cleveland Browns Daily, and the Bath Authority can give you that bathroom of your dreams, and they can do it for you in about a day. Think of what your current bathroom would feel like if you had that spa-like experience, and that's oh, what baby. you're going to get at the Bath Authority. It's a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority is our area's premier bath and shower remodeler. Experts in factory-trained installers, give them a call now. You get 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel. That number is 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. It's where affordability meets quality in the largest selection of bath projects, all made in the United States. Change your bathroom from outdated to outstanding in about a day. Superior products with expert installers at thebathauthority.com. And now Jacoby Brissett, our starting quarterback at the podium. Uh, not yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Next time. Do you have a preference? Would you like to play? I mean, it's all a part of the plan. Uh, you know, I'm sure we'll know soon, and then we'll go from there. How much, I mean, what would you like to, or what do you feel like you need to get accomplished Uh I think this whole week is just continuing to get better, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, focusing in on the offense and, and, you know, as we're getting closer to the season and, and, and Banking a lot of those reps with, with a lot of the guys and, and with O-line and, and, and with Kevin uh, calling the plays and, and just just getting more comfortable. It seems like you and Amari developed a really nice on-field role out there. How is that coming together? Uh, it's still a work in progress uh, for sure. Uh, and, and just going out there constantly, just you know getting put into different situations and, and being able to come back and talk about those things. And uh, it's been very helpful. He's a very open guy. Uh, and. Uh, you know, so I think it's been a, a good relationship building. Jacoby, you're the only quarterback here who hasn't played every single game yet, and you're going to be the starter. Is that a good situation? I don't understand that plan. Uh, well, I'm sure you didn't make the plan. That's probably why. But, uh, you know, it's a part of the plan. Uh, and, um, you know, we've been doing a good job on, on the field in practice and practice and, and making it as game-like as possible. Uh, and and this week is another um, stepping stone in – in the plan. Jacoby, to go back to Amari, like developing that chemistry with him, considering how meticulous he is about route running, like how much easier does that make things for you as a quarterback to work with a receiver like that? Uh, nothing is easy, but uh, he definitely makes it uh, uh, joyful to, to, to have him on our team. Uh, you know, like you said, he's, he's so meticulous in what he does and how he studies de uh, defensive backs and, and, and coverages and plays. And, uh, you know, it's been fun to just learn from him. Jacoby really is precise watching him run those routes. Is that unusual to see that guy? I mean, you played with wide receivers on several different teams that's, you know, that on point all the time. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, he definitely, you definitely give him an extra second uh, to, to see what he does, and sometimes you get just caught watching it a little bit. But, uh, you know, it's been, it's been a lot of fun watching him run routes and, and just hearing why he did certain things. Uh, so it's been pretty cool. He's probably just trying to get me to throw him the ball more. <laughs> you know, we were talking to uh, Alex yesterday. He, he talked about that. There really isn't that drastic a difference between the game plan for you and, and the game plan for Deshaun. So are we kind of like making too big a deal about how different you two guys are? Uh, well, they come up with a game plan, so you'll like that would probably be a question for them. So, so then do you try to – is it hard to not try to be Deshaun when you're, when you're out there? Oh, it is very easy for me not to be Deshaun. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> You've been in a bunch of different systems. What, um, what did you think when you first like, looked at Kevin's playbook and watched it, listened to him kind of explain Uh, You know, it all made sense. Uh, I mean, football is football. Uh, it's, a, it's about just how you go about playing football. Uh, and, and, you know, he did. He does a good job of, of, of keeping the game complimentary. Uh, and, and just, just seeing the plan unfold as we practice and go through certain situations. And then, you know, the first two preseason games and just hearing them talk about, you know, why we do certain things in this situation versus the other. Uh, you know, it's been a lot of fun, a lot of knowledge uh, been passed around. Uh, you know, I'm excited to see what, what the future holds. Alex said you spend time after practice to look out his window and see you out here. Is that something you always do or is that something you're doing because you're still relatively new to this? Uh, I think it's something that I always do. Uh, you know, obviously being in a new system, you got to put a little bit more extra time into to learning things. But something that I always do, j obviously just because of you can never get too, uh, I would say, like, you can never know too much of something. So You've got a lot of young guys at receiver behind them. And the ebbs and flows, you have good, you know, they, they have good days, they have bad days. Just what have you seen from those young guys as far as how they have dealt with the, the, the ebbs and flows, the day-to-day? Uh, I think the, the thing that I think they, they've done a really good job of is coming back the next day and, and no matter if it was good or bad, but coming to work. Uh, and, and, and as young guys, that's hard to do uh, because some guys get too high and get too low. But uh, I think that room and that group has done a good job of, you know, every day is a new opportunity. Uh, everybody's, uh, you know, willing to work, and, and that's all you can ask for. So Drew was just saying, you know, thing he didn't know about you coming in, how much you like naps. Can you kind of, can you kind of talk about that nap schedule? And how, how does that benefit a nap? You know? uh, well, it's being interrupted right now, but uh, – <laughs> I just try and, you know, it's, it's really like time to myself and then my eyes just happen to go to sleep. Uh, but just a couple of minutes just to be to myself and, and kind of just relax uh, in the midst of all of the commotion of, of meetings and walkthrough and working out and stuff like that. Just trying to, you know, relax a little bit. How important is that to have that, you know, just time to yourself? Uh, I can speak for myself. I definitely need it uh, just because I get uh, – too excited a little bit, so it's a good way to kind of calm my nerves. So do you have a routine pregame? Is there time to nap? Depends on what time the game is, but for sure. <laughs>
a lot of like, your teammates have kind of talked about using meditation and things like that. I guess, do you meditate or anything like that too, or does the, the uh, kind of have a similar effect? No, I, I, definitely, I definitely do meditate. I do a lot of the mindfulness and, and, and things of that nature, so yeah. Why do your teammates find you so funny? What is it about you that makes you <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, nobody's ever came up to me and asked to tell a joke, but uh, I don't know. I think because I'm serious and they think I'm joking, and uh, but that's probably it. So are you a dad joke guy, a dry sense of humor guy, a big punchline uh, guy? I mean, I never like really make jokes. I really just think that because I'm older than them and I just say stuff and I'm actually serious and they think I'm joking, that that's why they think it's funny. Curious, uh, I will. As an outsider, what were your observations of the uh, Always uh, a, a tough division. Uh, you always had, you know, teams that play hard, good football. Uh, you know, and and this was always one of the tougher divisions in in the league. Does everybody outside of the division always think that their division is the toughest? Like, is that kind of? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's usually how it goes. Alex said that no matter who's playing quarterback, everything starts with the run game in the system. Um, just looking at the guys behind you, how nice is it when you know you can rely on those guys? Uh, I don't take that as a bad thing, uh, especially when you have those those guys back there. Uh, I think our O-line does a really good job, and, and Coach Callahan does a really good job in their run game, and, and um, you know it's, it's a weapon, so I'm not opposed to using it. Do you like play action? Is that something you're uh, For sure, yeah. When you big plays around, big Yeah, we won. Yeah, too rushing. Do you still do that? <laughs> this age, Jesus. <laughs> I'm only 29. I think one was planned and then another one wasn't. Uh, I mean, it's just situational football, just playing football. How would you describe Kevin Spencer? Complimentary? Is that how you pronounce that word? They just said it's how you say that word. How you say it? You said, I just said that. Whatever. <laughs> when you talk about saying stuff serious, guys think you're funny, like you're joking. Like, are you like scolding guys because they're not doing something right and they still think you're funny just the way you say it? Like, it's, it's just people like that that just laugh at anything that's something out of certain people's mouth and they just blow up a situation that's not even there. You talked about the chemistry that you've been able to make with Omar Cooper and it being easy, but. How important is the chemistry that you're building with some of these guys who are fighting for a roster spot, the, the wide receiver fours or fives and stuff like that? Uh, I think it's extremely important. I mean, we, we've put a lot of guys in a lot of different situations just to see how guys react. And, um, you know, it's been exciting to see a lot of those guys come out and make plays. I think it, they, they've made it tough on <laughs> the organization, uh, which is a good thing. You want, you want, this, uh, want that problem. And, uh, you know, I'm just excited to see those guys play and, and build and continue their future too. Um, whatever the plan comes and, and whatever it is for us, uh, be ready for it and, and go from there. All right. I like him. I'm yeah. down. Yeah. I'm down. Let's go. I'm down with Jacoby Brissett. I'm in. Let's gonna be go. fun. Like his personality. That was a fun, that's fun for everybody. It's good to have a little joy again. Yeah. Um, that was a fun presser. Yeah, it is. I look forward to seeing how this offense looks. I think I have a decent idea of how it can look, but it's going to be fun to see. 
um, as as this has managed here over these first eleven games, and and what Jacoby Brissett can do. And you see, you certainly heard a guy who is very confident. No in what doubt, he's capable of. No doubt, he is quite comfortable in his skin. He is very very confident, and he's somebody that the team, I believe, believes in. They yeah. know that what he is capable of doing. He is a great leader, and you know I think Anthony Walker Jr. is fired up. Anthony Walker Jr. Don't forget, they knew him. They he knew flew well. up here with Jacoby when Jacoby signed his contract. Yeah, they're boys. Yep, and he is he's very excited and feels very he's very confident in Jacoby Brissett's ability to lead this football team. I like it. AP joining us next. Oh baby, what a real treat! You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Well, there's a new way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns with the help of your favorite four-legged companion. Barking Backers presented by Milkbone is the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today at BarkingBackers.com. Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. And now our staff writer, Anthony Poisal, joining us here. Uh, by the way, did you see that... The, on the launch on the 2K23 Golf that they had Shooter McGavin doing it. And the Miz. Miz was in the mix. McGavin is playing with, like, yeah. tour pros and people, like, in the yeah. launch. That's so great. Do you think he's going to be in the game at all? It's like a he's guy Shooter, be he's got to be. I mean, I he's got to be. Miz doesn't game. think he's a playable character. Like, you need to be. Michael Jordan is a playable character. I saw that in the trailer. Tiger is a playable character. Yeah. yeah. He's got to be in there. The it's key gonna be to this great. is going to be the create a golfer thing. Yes. Like, how well – I liked in the old Tiger in the old days how it took you a while to build up. I like playing on the, whatever, the Corn Ferry now, whatever it was then. To build your dude? To build your dude. I love that. Like the career mode? Yeah. Like yeah, that's exactly mode. what I play. Big it's, fan of the career awesome. mode. I, like I just want to be David all on in Q school now. Uh, in two yeah, yeah, I like that. I, I want to go all, grind out, win I some turns. I want to be all the hundreds right away so you can just hit bombs. <laughs> this goes to our pre previous off-air conversation. I'm not afraid to put the work, no, no, but no, I want to no, like no, build no. a play. You remember the off-air conversation? Yeah, let's go. For sure. That's right. All right. Well, here we go. What do you think we're going to get Saturday? Yeah, um, I mean, we still, you know, yet to see uh, if the starters will play at all. But um, well, I know I, I think I just that would be your gut. I think, yeah, I mean, I think you got to give Jacoby um, a, a few reps at, in, in an in-game setting with with the offensive linemen. And um, I don't I mean, whichever receivers they're able to use. Um, it's just like he he hasn't taken a preseason snap yet. And yes, like the practice, you know, that he's been able to have so far has, has certainly been helpful. But um, normally, you know, you want to give your starting week one QB um, a little bit of time in the preseason, and this is the last preseason game left. So, I mean, if I, I, I think you got to give him at least a few series, and um, I know I think the Bears are, are going to be playing their starters, so it, it would make a lot of sense to, you know, competition-wise, you know, match him up against um, their defense for a little bit and, and just see how he does, or at least just let him get into a flow of things in an in-game setting. And I know he's, you know, an experienced veteran and everything like that, but there's still just something to be said for just that small amount of work that the starters normally get, um, particularly at QB uh, in the preseason. So that's the that's the one thing I would look for if they're playing, obviously, and that's going to be, you know, the big story if, if Kevin does say that they're the starters are going to be in the game. Um, but then as there's someone just, who's invested in Justin Fields as a human, just not Miles. What's that? Like, don't <laughs> let Miles play, period. Anyway, Yo, oh, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I'm no, not no, – He sacked right. him four and a half times <laughs> no, last time No more. Played. Yeah. I mean, they, he might not come back from it. So, let's so, – we right. don't need to see that. Like, not all the stars. I'm not right. saying, like, Amari Cooper even has to play either. Like, but no, just, no, just to think... get Jacoby in there with, uh, you know, at least some of the starting offensive linemen, I think it's, it would be really nice for him to step in with – get a few more reps with um, with Ethan Posick and um, – 
just you know let him uh, get used to playing like with those guys in an, in an in-game setting uh, in, in a real stadium in front of a, a real defense that isn't our own so um, that's what I'd be looking forward to and then just you know the, some of the position battles that are still yet to be settled don't you think if they've talked like we've said they've talked about this whole thing that we're gonna do what they do yeah give me your bubble wraps like no, cannot see the field. under no circumstances do they mm. even give them. Do you even put them in a helmet, a pad, nothing? Just don't even show up. Nick Chubb won for me. Miles, Miles, Chubb, Miles, Miles, Amari, yeah, Clowney as well. Clowney, Denzel, but then Denzel. it becomes like every other game. Right, Break. I know. Like right. so, we're either playing them or we're not. So if you're playing you them, cannot. I play think Miles you're Garrett. Them. I wouldn't play Miles in anything. I wouldn't play Amari in anything. I think my two biggest would be those two. Yeah, because yeah, if if everything else we have depth, we still have. There's Kareem no, there's the nobody who's ninety percent. There are, if God forbid something were to happen to Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt is ninety percent of Deer Nick and Chubb, Deernest, and then Dearness, and then Ford. Oh, yeah. Right, sure. If yeah, something were to happen to Amari Cooper, there is nothing ninety percent of Amari Cooper. If right. something were to happen to Miles, there is no ninety percent of Miles. Like those two are bubble wrap, to me. I agree. I, I can't wait to see it. But the Bears are playing everybody, right? I know. Well, one hundred percent of the people. I don't know. Is, did he say that? If, I know he said he was playing the starters like 25 to 30 plays the first half, yeah. but those organizations are in completely different spots. Like that roster is a disaster. It's still Man. an opportunity for Jacoby. I think to, to take, you know, more snaps with the offensive sure. line against, against a defense that hasn't been the same defense that he's been playing against a lot. You know, I mean, everybody talked about how nice the joint practices were, but this is like, you know, another, it's not a joint practice, obviously, but it's another chance for him to, you know, see what a different defense can do and, and how, you know the rest of the guys around him uh, react to it. So, all right, what what position battles or roster spots do you think are up for grabs? I think it's pretty easy to get yeah close to fifty three. But I where mean, do you think the final spots are? The final spots, I would say um, that fourth safety position uh, is is one spot that's kind of important. I don't know; it's been talked about a lot yet, just because there's three you know good safeties up there. But um, just seeing what Richard LeCount and DeAnthony Bell, um, they're you know they've been battling it out the last few weeks, and DeAnthony Bell is a guy that's been you know a little bit of a pleasant surprise, the undrafted rookie from West Florida. But that's that's one spot. I think it's going to come down to edge rusher too, um, and you know Isaac Rochelle, Chase Winovich, Curtis Weaver, um, Alex Wright, third rounder. He's probably you know safe yes. to make the team, but um, but like that's another spot that there's there's quite a few guys that are probably jostling for just one um, position as as sort of a backup on that on that spot. So. Um, and then I think, you know, the one that you really don't know which way it's going to go right now is, is running back. Um, you know, there's so many guys there that I think. What do you mean? Pray tell. Well, what does that mean? Well, no, I just think there's six guys in that room. And, and like, do you think you're going to keep all six of them? I, I don't really In know. the running back room? Yeah. No. Right, exactly. There'll so, be four. Right. So it's like, who's, I don't know, who's going to, how's that going to play out? Who's going to. Who are you considering it? the other two running backs? Kelly and Stanton? Well, no, but all the Stanton is a guy to consider too. But I mean, is are you was, is Felton definitely he's a receiver? He's a receiver. Are you guys counting him as a receiver? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that makes yeah. sense. But um, and then the other four, and then Kelly would be the out. Would be the yeah, and hopefully on right. the practice squad. If he's right. darn good, or um, hope he gets a chance somewhere. I mean, I right. think he's good enough to run the football yeah. in the National Football so, League. So so then just focusing on receiver then too. I mean, there's we're kind of waiting. You know, it feels like we've been waiting at least in these preseason games to see a guy that is just able to sort of blow it up for a little bit and. It hasn't happened yet, um, you know. But there still is, you know, one more game left, and I think one guy that um, you could probably circle as a guy who's going to hopefully get a lot of targets and a lot of playing time is David Bell, just because last last week was the first time that he was able to get any sort of in-game experience because of his injury. So um, I, I'm really curious to see what sort of workload they give him, and 
Um, you know, last week we saw him, I think, like three passes uh, and four targets and um, did have uh, a drop, but was able to sort of bounce back nicely from that. So, um, you know, is he kind of be able to build off that a little bit more and maybe show that he's he's ready to sort of take, um, you know, some sort of elevated role, I think, in, in week one. And, um, you know, it won't be surprising if it's not instantaneous, but I still think he's a guy that's going to be uh, relied on a lot in that third game. Do you think the Browns receivers, as with the people that are currently here and have been here, do you think that that is sufficient to go into the season? That's tough. For, I, I will be honest, like from what I've seen in training camp, um, I'm not really sure yet. Like, Don, like, are you in there too, Bo? Yeah. No, Bo is <laughs> no, sure. No, they're not. It's not. Yeah, I, it has right. There, there needs to be another. Yeah, I want another guy in there. Like, I need an NFL guy in there. Sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not like we've. He hasn't necessarily played poorly but it's not like donovan people's jones has, has been letting up practice at least in the same way that he did last year in training camp he's um, solid i think it's the no shorts. i think he's it's the next i, I think yeah. he's solid too but but you still need more than just those sure. two guys to to make it through and you know we've i'm sure you guys have talked about the ups and downs that we've seen from anthony schwartz and and then you know like after that it's it's a lot of sort of um undrafted rookie guys like mike harley and dalen baldwin um you know one guy that i think we all would have liked to see a little bit more and unfortunately got hurt was mike woods um, you know, he was off to a pretty good start in that yes. first week before he had that injury. And, um, and he's also just as a seventh rounder, a guy that was squarely, you know, on the bubble. So he's another guy that I'm really curious to see. Um, I know he's not, you know, hasn't returned the practice yet. I don't know what that means for Saturday. Probably means he's not going to play, but, um, but it, there's just, there, there isn't a whole lot of, you know, evidence behind what, um, you know, Amari Cooper has done and, and Donovan Peoples-Jones, what you knew you were going to get from those guys to make you feel particularly good about what you have at receiver. So I agree I, I, with, with Bo. Like, I don't, I don't think there's enough there right now. And There's veterans out there. There are going to be cuts. There are some teams that are receiver heavy. Do we make a trade from the running back room? Uh, I don't know. But it, it feels like before we go to Carolina, there's going to be somebody new yeah in that room yeah for sure i mean there are there are a, a few free agents out there i think will fuller's still out there you yeah. know he was a guy that we were talking about before sure. camp throughout the offseason as someone that they could they could target and um i'm not sure but i see you're looking at the list right yeah now. I, I just want to get to off, i just but. wanted to see you know who's out there that's so um like beasley's still out there sanders is still out there we need somebody who can play so, on the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Right. Like if, we had Derek if you Willis sign those here, guys, like how much of a difference maker Switzer. is that? To, uh, just the, the two guys that Bo rattled off and just sort of the – Sanders? Emmanuel Sanders. Sanders can play. I mean, he I started so. for the Bills last year. I think Deshaun Jackson would be an upgrade on the outside. I know he's 35. I have no idea if he wants to play here, but he can run a straight line. I think no he – didn't he didn't – Desha- I mean, I He was pretty good for the Raiders list. last year. Yeah, he's yeah. 35. Like, I mean, I, I – he he can run a straight line fast. Yeah, a big game Fuller on, still on uh, there. Thanksgiving against the Cowboys last year, if I'm not right. mistaken. Right. So John Ross, what's it going on with him? I can't even remember. Oh, I'm just reading names. John Ross. Ross. <laughs> you get in trouble with him? Was he? No, he was he's bangles, he just, right? Former yeah, first round pick. Terrible. Yeah, didn't do a whole lot with Cincy. I'm just trying to see people who can run fast. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, Deshaun yeah. Deshaun Jackson would be great, but um, it's just a matter you got to have something you can count on there. You have to have a field stretcher that you can count on. Yeah. And yeah, so I yeah I think they're going to have to do it. The problem is at the position, no one's going to cut that. That's not going to be in the only team that could. Is there any I team mean, with too listen, much depth? Miami? the Eagles that we just watched are going to have a hard time keeping all those receivers. Yeah, they've got if if so they've got Devonte Smith, AJ Brown. They brought in uh, Pascal, mm-hmm. who Sirianni loved from his time mm-hmm. with him at Indy. Yep. They've got Quez Watkins. Jalen Rager, first rounder. So he might them. get cut, but I don't know if his – I don't know if he'll get cut either, but 
you know, there's still, I mean, but not his stock's not like the highest in the league. They have but, Quez, no, 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 no. Quez Watkins, who's good. Yeah. Like, that'd be somebody that maybe you could try to pry away from them that I'd be interested in. And then, heck, I'll tell you what, I've seen enough. I'll kick the tires on that kid who ran by our whole team, Devin oh, yeah. Allen. Yeah. yeah. Like, that guy's a 100-year-old rookie. I mean, he last played college in 2016. He hadn't played football since 2016. (laughs) He goes to the Olympics in 2016, is fifth in the 110-meter hurdles. He goes to the Olympics in 2020, won the American qualifier, fourth in the Olympics in the 110-meter hurdles in Tokyo in 2020. They signed him to to give him a camp tryout this year. He last played for Oregon in the year 2016 and went out there, and you want to see world-class speed. That was world-class speed. I mean, he made it look easy. And then I mean, the next one, if we didn't get pressure, he was gone again. Yeah. I mean, they could have hit him multiple times for sure. I'd give him a look. You think they're that type of – I mean, that's pretty amazing little – and plus, like, you know how you love finding things. Yeah, but I don't know if they let him go. I mean, that's I what I mean. Know, I don't like, think that they would let him – I'm wondering if they wouldn't let him go. But, if but then that do, means, like, Quez Watkins, Watkins somebody's, somebody's like got to be out there. Quez Watkins was a starter last year. Yeah. And he's good. Like, he would be – yeah. Deion Kane looked well, great for them, and by obviously the way. AB, I was going to say, Deion Kane was the guy – I. Origi- originally thought you were talking. Yeah, about. he looked great for that. AB's huh? tight with Howie Rose. Sure, Howie Rose. So that potentially there could be, hey, we just don't have room. Do you have an interest? What do you have that we could have? For sure, we could like. Maybe that's the way that works. And there's a possibility they might. There was you know rumors that they were interested in running backs. Miles Sanders they right. like a lot, but never can stay healthy. Scott and Gainwell are very small guys. We have yeah. running backs. Yeah, there's definitely a swap that could be made there. That's. But if we're giving up somebody, I want somebody nice, somebody real nice. Yeah, we need a guy. <laughs> You need a guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll, I think we'll so. See. So we've got this week. We've, and then, then we'll have that conversation. That cut down to all the way to 53 yeah. from 80 to 53 will be next, by next Tuesday. Next so. Tuesday. Six days. I think tight end three is an interesting conversation. And do we keep four? My guess is not. But I think it feels like Nikita Griffin Stewart has given Miller Forrestal a legit run for his money. And then you got Johnny Stanton with the ability to play fullback in there as well. Yeah. Stanton's definitely interesting. I, um, you know, they've been using him as sort of like in a, as a running back, as a fullback and as a tight end, I just, we'll see how much they kind of, you know, value that versatility. I mean, you know, they love versatile players in any yeah. spot in this team. Um, but yeah, I think Nikia Griffin Stewart, especially over the last few weeks, I think he looked good in joint practices too, is, is a guy that's definitely giving Forrestal a run. I think Griffin Stewart, I don't have the measurements on me, but I think he might be a little bit bigger and might be more of a, could be more of a you know benefit in the blocking game, which I think that that third tight end is, is right. I think I think that's what they're going to want to use that third tight end position for, just because you know we're, this isn't going to be an offense that necessarily uses thirteen personnel as much as before. But when they are, it's probably going to be for you know blocking and plays like that. So. Um, yeah, I, I think Zaire Mitchell Payton is also a guy that's he's made a few good plays. I'm not saying sure. he's necessarily giving force around the way Griffin Stewart has, but um, it all depends on just you know how the coaching staff is evaluate these guys, and then you know who knows, maybe one of these guys could flash on Saturday again and and bump their stock up a little bit before these cuts are made. How much of an oppor- How much of there is that? How do you how do you think they weigh the work that's done every day versus flashing on a Saturday? So here's the thing. The evaluation's pretty much done. Yeah. Where it becomes an issue is I'll go back to 2014 because that was the, our final preseason game was against the Bears at night at home. And Isaiah Crowell ripped off like a long touchdown run, had another long run. Mm-hmm. And the, the thinking was at that point, okay, we'll just put this guy in practice. Guard. Like we, lo- we love him and eventually he's going to be on our active roster. But after he had that game, they had to keep him. And he ended up being our leading the team in rushing that year. Yeah. So yeah. that kind of a situation where somebody that you wanted to keep in your program but you were not thinking about cutting 
you were cutting to get on your practice squad, you have to say, okay, wait, we can't, we're not going to be able to get this guy to our practice squad. Yeah, right. And that's the problem is that in the where we, we have those issues, and I'm going to go into this year's draft class, wide receiver. like Right. If a wide receiver has – one of the guys that we've talked about has a big game on Saturday, like that's, that's going to be huge for the, it, the decision. It but. will be, and we're also in a position where if we really love Mike Woods, let's say, does anybody else – if we cut him, does anybody without even seeing him in the preseason, or can you get him to the practice squad, or do you have to use the roster spot on him? And then Isaiah Thomas, who flashed very nicely in his one preseason mm -hmm. start with two sacks, he'll play again. But that room's loaded because Isaac Rochelle's played great, and they like Winovich a lot. So, yeah. and the first three are the first three. Right. Like, and you can't keep, you can't just have six defensive ends. No, no, no matter what, mm -mm. no matter how much you like them. Yeah. No, not. All right. Yeah. There's going to be tough decisions. Yeah. Yeah. It's, they were a tough decision having you in here, buddy. That's right. Hey, Good job as always, I appreciate AP. that, guys. Legends. Good talking to you. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, all right, coming up next. Oh, my gosh. We got a little better or worse coming up at the bottom of the next hour. You have that to look forward to, which is nice. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. All right, Rumpke Waste Recycling, family-owned and operated. Whether you join them as a customer, as an employee, you'll become part of the family. Visit Rumpke.com to learn more. CBS Sports 2022 preseason All-AFC North team. I'm not – we're not looking at any of it. We'll do our own. Let's see how it stacks up. You for that, Gibby? I like it. I'm in. All right, let's do I'm it. In. All right, well, let's do our own. I feel like Zagura has already looked at it. I, I have do, not looked I at forgot, this at all. I forgot a lot of it. All right. <laughs> Quarterback Joe Burrow. Quarterback Joe Burrow. Yep. Running back Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. And I said I think we should do two running backs. Okay. Mixon. So you're cut. I did Mixon. Jeez. And Najee. I mean, it's loaded. And Kareem. Mixon, Najee, Kareem, a healthy Dobbins. Dobbins not going to make that cut. It, to me, it comes down to. I'll tell you what. I love Kareem. Najee was unbelievable last year. So was Joe Mixon. But, I mean, it was constantly battered. It was nine-man yeah. boxes battering. How many times he caught stuff from Ben with his back turned, only to turn and get drilled on three-yard. You know, like, he was a safety valve. He yeah. took a beating. I would probably – I think I'm fine with it being Mixon. I'm fine with it being Mixon. But I also – if I was doing it for the next five years, I would take – Najee. Yeah, I don't think there's necessarily a wrong answer there. Okay. Joe Mixon will never play. He's hurt all the time. Right. Just like Stafford. Hold yep. On. Let's go in there. Let's go. That was going, one of my favorite bits out of you. Going you have no idea hole. if he actually was or not. Z quickly just, looking on, to no, fact no, check you. Yeah, hold on a second. I, don't, I, mean, I just remember the one I, year, and maybe it wasn't last year, but Z <laughs> no, had there him was, on a fantasy team he hurt his and foot. every other week. Zagura yeah, was, he yeah, was so, out that whole, so it was Mixon watch. Last was, year, well, that's was, the year they tanked for Burrow. No, it's twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Burrow got hurt. Then he got. Oh, then and he, he was hurt. And he only played six games. This last year, Chase. last year, sixteen games, twelve hundred five yards rushing, thirteen touchdowns, three hundred fourteen yards receiving, three touchdowns. His Is lap. that the most games he's played in a season? I uh, played sixteen and nineteen as well. Fourteen and eighteen. Yeah. So he he, he's he not bad. Come close, he's got three seasons of more than 1,400 yards from scrimmage in his career. We're going to see what, what 
Najee was last year versus what I had in my head. Najee's volume. 1,200 yards. Oh, my God. Look at his yards per carry, though. Yeah, four yards a carry. 3.9, yeah. 74 for 467. I mean, he had 381 touches. That's what it felt like, though. 74 for three. That's what it felt like. No one to throw to. Dump it to him. He turns around and just gets smoked over and over. And he kept doing it. He played all 17 games. It was really remarkable. Yeah, he had 1,600 yards and 10 touchdowns. Yeah. Um, all right, receiver, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. I'm doing three receivers. We could even do four if you want. Well, let's not, let's make it hard to get in here. Let's make it three. So three. it's difficult. I'm I'm all for right. three. All right, I'm going to say Jamar Chase. Okay. T. Higgins. Amari Cooper. Amari. The four people that uh, Chase isn't a lock. He's the lock. The next three you have to pick yeah. two of. T. Higgins, Deontay Johnson. Deontay Amari Johnson Cooper. feels like Amari Cooper. So it's, a, it's Amari versus T. Higgins. I mean, I'd rather have Amari than T. Higgins. Okay. And it feels like Deontay Johnson is the is the is obvious the other lock. Yeah. All right, so I'm fine with him. T. Higgins. They last, find receivers, by the way. T. Higgins, thousand ninety-one yards, six touchdowns last year, fourteen point seven a catch. Yeah. I'm, and he's six four. I mean, he's a giant, but he would be a not a bad fourth. And I think after this year, maybe Rashad Bateman's going to be in the discussion a little bit. I agree with you. So, little bit of a uh, little bit of fantasy advice, sure, from the people I'm talking to down in Cincinnati. T. Higgins, big, big year, big. Hey, a, he is big. Is this his last year before free agency? He was a second round pick. This is his third year in the league. He oh, came no. in with Burrow. Then you got four years. I mean, my God, they got Burrow and Higgins in the same draft, and the next draft got Jamar Chase. Yeah, yeah. not bad. People, oh, they're going to take Panay Sewell. No, they don't. They need weapons. They need weapons. So they got him. Got him. All right. Uh, tight end. Andrews? Yeah. Clearly. No question. Okay. Although that kid out of the puker land is pretty good. Friermuth and so is the chief. But Andrews is elite. Yeah. Left tackle. Right, I'm going to just do tackles. To me, it's Stanley, Ronnie Stanley. He didn't play last year, but he'd be regarded he would be as in the it. best. And Conklin, two-time All-Pro. Yep. Okay. Guards, ours. <laughs> right? Yes. And then the center, I don't know. I said the kid from Baltimore. That's Linderbaum, the rookie out of yeah. Iowa. Yeah. And I know that the, the, the Bengals brought somebody in, too. But I'm going to go with Linderbaum. Trying to think, just from a Bengals, per, you know, they were bad on the offensive line last year. They added um, Ted Karras is the guy out of New England, the center out of New England that they added. They also added Lyle Collins at right tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, but Karras is the guy out of New England that they added in the mix. My God, they have Chase Higgins and Boyd. Yeah, Tyler Boyd's <laughs> awesome. And Mixon. Boyd's in All his right. final year. All right, so this Sheesh. is what this is what uh, the this guy's got. What Jared Dubin's got. Burrow, so same. Chubb, same. He has Chase Higgins and Johnson. We went Cooper over Higgins. Mark Andrews. And then his flex was Chase Claypool, which is insulting that that was over Amari Cooper. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Or Mixon or Najee Harris, if we're calling it a flex. So he only had the one running back? He only had Chubb? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then on his line, he had Ronnie Stanley and Jedrick Wills. Love Jed, but... Jed is not better than He's Jack. not better than Jack Conklin. No. I mean, Jack Conklin, two-time, again, I'll say it again, two-time first-team all Why does he get – why is there no love? Is it just the right tackle thing that people aren't aware of how good no he is? Idea. It's just stupid. All right. Guards, they've got Joel Batonio. Don't do it. 
and Alex Kappa, the free agent that the Buck that the Bengals signed from Tampa. Wyatt Teller's second team All-Pro two, two years row. He can't be not be on the team. That's that sounds that's like insulting. This makes. Where is this from, Gibbe? CBS. CBS. Of course. Yeah. CBS yeah. loves a stupid list. Ignoramus. And then for center, they've got Ted Garris. Fine. He doesn't even mention. Like, Wyatt Teller's not even mentioned in the write-up of the offense. He doesn't Because he, he doesn't even know who he is. can't do that. Yep, so he's out. Okay. How do we want to do uh, this? We want to go two rush guys and then two in the middle on the defense? Yep. Two rush. Oh, that's pretty easy. Two interior. Boy, that's going to be a challenge. All right, so the so rush, Miles. And TJ. And TJ. Interior. Cam. Cam Hayward. And... Hmm. You got, like, a, a DJ reader... We've got um, Calais. Calais. I mean, they, yeah, he would be in there. Yeah, DJ Reader's pretty dang good for. I mean, if I was putting a defense together, I would probably go him. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. DJ I would probably Reader. go. Calais will be my honorable mention. All right. Uh, I mean, that's ridiculous. Miles, TJ, Cam Hayward, DJ Reader on the D good. line. Yeah, that's pretty good. Thing. Three linebackers, or are we want to do two. We can do three. I'm going to go J-O-K. I'm going to go the kid from uh, Cincy who had all the interceptions last year. The kid from, from Wyoming. Wyoming. Wilson, Logan, Logan Wilson. Wilson. Yep. Yeah. And then is maybe that it? Maybe we'll who just go we two. Pittsburgh. Hit Highsmith, Bush. Highsmith's a rusher. Yeah. And then Devin Bush who was injured. Who's injured. Schobert, Miles by the way. Jack. Did you see Schobert cut by uh, Denver? Denver. Yeah, at the man. cut to 80. Man. Miles Jack. I think let's just go with two. I like that. I like JOK and Logan Wilson, Fine. and that's all I need. All right. Cornerbacks. We want to do three. Oh, we do three corners. Yeah. Denzel. Yeah. I think Newsom. So, are we overvaluing him? Because the problem is the Ravens guys, like Marcus Peters is coming off the injury. So is Humphrey, right? And Marlon Humphrey's coming off the injury. They're both I mean, those are the injuries. top four. They're, those are the four, for sure. Those are the four. All right, we'll just go with those four. Because Pittsburgh doesn't have anybody of note in no, corner. And neither does um, And neither does Cincinnati. That's but really since, Cincinnati's only – it's their only issue defensively. Does like, Jesse Bates, though. We'll get to that. That's at safety. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we got we got Denzel, Newsom, Humphrey. And Peters. Just give them all. They all get to make it. Well, we only have two backers. We can have yeah, three. Yeah, fine. We'll take four. Okay. Safety. Jesse Bates. Minka. And Minka. Yep. I think that's right. All right. Let's see how we lined up. This guy's got Watt and Garrett. Hayward and Campbell. Logan Wilson and Wusu Koromoa. Okay. He's getting back on track a little bit. Uh, Marlon Humphrey, Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom. Ah. Wow. Minka Fitzpatrick and... Marcus Williams from Baltimore, who was formerly of New Orleans, who's a very good player, and he has the flex Jesse Bates. We took Williams out. We put Peters in. So it's still a Baltimore-Baltimore. So mm -hmm. we're much closer on that side. Yeah, he's closer here. Yeah, he's closer. Congrats. This is this. I think this would be – now, I think the conventional wisdom, and I think it's the correct, is that the AFC West is the best division in football. But it is, it is quarterback-driven, right? Because all the quarterbacks are – Three of them are excellent, and Carr's really good. Our division's I ultimate if, team is as good as any. That's what league. I was getting to. I'm yeah. wondering if, if their ultimate team 
the AFC West's ultimate team, how it would stack versus our division. So you're going to have – just I'm going to trade this off the top of my head quickly. So from a receiver running back standpoint in the AFC West, you're going to have uh, Austin Eckler, who's really good. Really good. You are going to have from a wide receiver standpoint. Well, who's the second back? Could it be your boy in Denver? Javante. Yeah. Josh Jacobs? No. No. Nobody in Kansas City. Yeah, Javante. I like oh, yeah. that. Yeah, Javante. He's really good. Yeah, he is. So receivers. Devontae is. Devontae be, Adams. You have Devontae Adams. But you don't have Tyreek Hill anymore. No, but you have Devontae Adams. You've got, You've got Keenan Allen. You've yeah. got Mike Williams. you got Hunter Renfro. Mm-hmm. You got Cortland Sutton. Yeah. I think people were waiting on Jerry Judy, but who knows? They're you'd not go, as accomplished as these guys are. By the way, you'd run two tight ends with Kelsey and Waller. Yes, you and would. And be quite pleased with that. Yeah. Yeah. Tight end is better. I don't know the O-line. I can't speak to that either. Let's go on the defensive side. Pass rushing standpoint, you're going to have Bosa. You got Bosa. You have Chandler Jones. You've got Khalil Mack is now in that division. Mm-hmm. Inside, you've got Chris Jones. Chris Jones inside. I don't think so. I don't think so because the the deal is 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 Mahomes is the quarterback, but Burrow's Mahomes. right there. You got Sertain at corner. You got the guy down, uh, J.C. Jackson, who just came over from New England mm-hmm. with the Chargers at corner. Safety, it's James and yeah, I don't know. Honey Badger's not in Kansas City anymore. No, Denver's probably good. Denver has somebody that's really good at safety. Probably somebody. We're, we're not name. covering. We're not doing Broncos daily, no. so we, we wouldn't know all of that. I think this could hang with anybody. Justin Simmons is his name, I think. Does that sound right? Sure. That does seem right. Didn't they sign him from? Like a franchise player? Yeah. No, he's been their guy. Yeah, yeah, we've been talking about him. Remember we talked about him when we were looking for safeties a couple yeah. of years ago? Let's see if he's still there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Number 81 in the top 100 players. Yeah, so that sounds about right. That's he's right. the guy who took out Starkey. Yes. Oh, did he really? Yeah. He tried to. Try Starkey's toughness is Starkey's still unparalleled. around. fine. Yeah. 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 No, I think so. I think this might hang with any. In football. Yeah. When you have the league combination of. We have the best pass rushing tandem in the you period. Can, you can, you've got a top five quarterback. I think the best running back. You've got, I think, a top five receiver. Your offensive line is loaded up. The you've NFC got the West. two best, two of the three best defensive linemen. Yeah. Are in your, or pass rush, whatever you want to call it. And the corners are good. Cam Hayward's probably one of the best in the middle. Yeah. It's, good. I think ours would hang with anybody. Yeah. Yeah, it's the most evenly spread talent division, I think, in football. Yeah. That's your exercise. All right, that was fun. There it is. Good. Good Good stuff, Connor. Good job out of you. Very good job out of you. Coming up next, Petonio from the podium. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. The Land on Demand is now free in the palm of your hands during the entire month of August. ESPN Cleveland, the Bath Authority, giving fans free access to the Land on Demand. For all the news you don't want to miss, see us live in the brand-new studios. Replay all your favorite shows commercial-free and on demand. Get all access to Tony Grossi's Browns analysis and more. Visit thelandondemand.com or download the app today. The Land on Demand, remodeled by the Bath Authority. And now here's Joel Batonio from the podium. You've been in a lot of these camps, you know. Anything different about this one? You, you feel like you got you and you guys are where you want to be at this point? 
Yeah, I think we're doing good. You know, I think it's been really competitive. Um, you know, I think they've done a good job of ramping us up when we needed to and, and kind of giving us some days to recover here and there. Um, but it's been good. You know, I know we have it, – it's it's different now that we have three preseason games because we still have that whole extra week, you know, after this, this game to kind of keep working and keep getting better. So we still have, you know, 19, 18 days before the first game, a few weeks of practice, um, so we can keep improving in that sense. So when, when it comes to the preseason rankings, you say you and Wyatt make up the number one guard combo in the league. What do you think that you um, you know, I think that's a cool ranking, but I think we also have to go and prove it. You know, any, any time really that you've gotten, I've gotten recognition or we have gotten recognition as a group, I think the, the first thing in my mind is like, well, we got to prove this now. we got to show the world that we can be, you know, the best guard unit in the league. And um, it's something we strive for. You know, every day in practice we talk about pushing each other, pushing the group, and, and just trying to take that next step. You know, because there's always, especially a line play, there's always something you can improve on. What do, you, what do you have to adjust to going from Nick and Center to Ethan? Um, you know, they're both smart guys. Um, you know, Nick is a little bit, you know, faster and shiftier and kind of a smaller guy. Poe is uh, a little bit bigger, stronger guy. So they're just different body types, you know what I mean? But honestly, like, the footwork and stuff has felt pretty pretty good. You know, usually you worry about some guy having, like, a bigger base or a smaller base. But Nick always played with a pretty big base. So all the guys are, um, you know, they're pretty equal in that sense. You learn some of their tech, uh, terminology, how they communicate, how they pass off games. There's a bunch of little things, but through practice and through, um, you know, the work, you, you kind of get to know those things. Did uh, Dunn's mobility in that game uh, against the Eagles surprise you, or did you know he had that in? No, um, it was his first game at center, but I've seen him pull and I've seen him move a little bit before. Um, and that's the great thing about Coach Callahan is he's always working the backup guys. Even if it's not in team periods, they always get reps at center before practice or after practice and, and try and work. So I think we have a few guys that can snap the ball and move and play, but I know that's probably the toughest thing you have to do at center is just snap and pull at the same time. And it was pretty impressive, some of those blocks he had on the edge. Mitchell, you're nine for you. Has the AFC North ever been as good or as balanced? I mean, I think my rookie year, everybody was like seven and four at one point, you know? So, I mean, there's been some, there's been some times where, like, there's always good, you know, but I think we're at, we're at a point where you don't really know who's going to come out of it, and it's going to be a challenge every time you, every time you play. And I mean, we have the Super Bowl runner-up, you know, in our division. I know Baltimore's a little banged up last year. Um, Pittsburgh, for whatever reason, always is, you know, solid. And, and hopefully we can, uh, you know, keep taking those next steps and, and be competitive and, and try and win a division. But it's always a tough division, and, and really no matter what, it's, it's one of the most physical divisions. I think when you watch the tape and you, you see things, it's just like, man, they – you know, play kind of a different brand of football. Last time you taught us how to pronounce Yelda. Um, what have you seen, what's the scouting report on him? Like, what have you been around him now for a little bit? Yeah, he's super strong. Um, you know, he's a little bit more compact, um, but but he's super strong. I mean, if you look at his quads, and we always joke around how big his, his legs are and how powerful he is. Um, but he's a smart guy. You know, he can play all three positions inside. He can move people. He can move pretty well, too. You know, I think a lot of our inside guys are, are pretty mobile. Um, but he's good, and he's smart. I mean, he's just another, honestly, like, you know, I don't have to make the tough decisions, but we have a lot of guys on the inside. I think that can, you know, be valuable to this team, and, and he's definitely one of them. Do you have to, with, um, you know, that you're not going to have Deshaun for the first eleven games. So, the question is, what you do up front different for Jacoby than for Deshaun? Is, you know, what you're asked to do is it different schematically? Um, definitely not schematically. I think we're pretty much in the, you know, our offense is our offense. I don't know how Kevin's going to call the game comparatively, but we have all those plays in. Um, 
and then it's a feel thing you know i didn't really ever get a chance to play with Deshaun yet you know what i mean so it, it's one of those things where you, you kind of have to feel that out and um you know we're getting used to to jacoby back there um but i think i think they're similar enough i think we're gonna call the same plays and as an alignment like in the back of my head it's like we're blocking forever anyway or trying to so it, it's one of those things you know and, and hopefully we're calling enough run plays and play action and it all kind of works out for us jacoby we were talking to him about everybody says he's funny and he was saying you know i don't know that i'm that funny i'm older and maybe these guys i'm being serious and they just think i'm funny so <laughs> since you know you're kind of more in the same age group do you think he's funny and <laughs> <laughs> and if so what makes him funny um yeah, he, he is a funny guy. I mean, like, on the trip to the Bahamas and stuff like that, he was definitely one of the older, you know, along with myself and, and stuff like that. And I think just him being, like, not even a father figure, but just, like, an older guy sometimes, like, what he said was common sense. But, like, a lot of the young guys kind of took it as, like, oh, is he joking with us right now? And, you know, things like that. Um, but he's just, a, he's just a funny guy. I mean, he's a little bit sarcastic sometimes and stuff. But he's a, he's a good guy. And I think the, the locker room really does, um, you know, kind of – lean towards him and he relates well to a lot of the players. So he's a good guy to navigate, help navigate you guys through what is a challenging time. Yes. Yeah. Alright, there's Joel Batonio at the podium. We play a little better or worse coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily at 8.50 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 8.50 ESPN Cleveland. Elk and Elk Serious Lawyers, Serious Injuries, call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk is a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Look who's here. Hey, get back. By the way, real quick aside, sure, sure. you know how back in like Jerry Glanville's days he had the get-back coach that would like keep him off of the field? Yeah. I feel like Connor's like our, our comeback coach. He's a comeback coach? Yeah. 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 He's like, right, yeah. 30 seconds. Yeah, he is. he's a good comeback he, coach. Well, he, we have a tendency to – Take forty-five seconds to come back from break. That's not true. Oh, outrageous no. accusation! Oh, no. You Have want me some... to? Do you want me to play it? I do. Absolutely. Yeah, I would like you I to play it. it. I would like to find a scenario where everything was operational in here, where mics were read, where all the things. Because sometimes we have some turnover. There's other humans in this studio. Or, or we things. have to take everything out Chairs to go on casualty. remote. Chairs, <laughs> give them. Give this, them this chair is not safe. I know. What have I been saying? Mo now you finally know. Mo Pettman took it out. <laughs> That's an understatement. Needs he's got to have named chair. Yeah, named chair. This one. That's yeah, yours. This is yours. That's yours. That's how that goes. Um, yeah, I think. I, but I'd love to find forty-five seconds. Give I, yeah, I, seconds. Believe me, I'd I like will, to find I a forty-five find it second, and one. I will play it for you. Yeah. I can tell when I'm editing. I'm like, there's a giant music bed right there, and I'm like, there is a discussion going on behind the scenes. And I don't. I would argue. Not you're, I, what's going to happen without, here is you're going to find that, and you're going to assign us blame for things that we had nothing to do with. There probably would be some other issue that was going on. Connor's trying to keep us on clock. Whether it's a this good wasn't, you know, something something operationally here where we're not hearing. He's formidable too. I can't see him because of the way the studio I is designed, which is yeah. great. So I don't have to see him when he's like, "Go to break," because I I don't even see it. Yeah. Well, oh, that's good. You, you, he could be right in front of your face, and the chances of you going to break are fifty percent. To be fair for him, to be outside fair, of to the be radio fair to network, Stevie, like outside of the so I'm good on the radio network. That's what yeah, you're saying. And but here you, I'm lawless. Yes, 
Okay. Well, at least there's a compliment in there somewhere. There was something. I had some yeah. compliment in there. I've got a couple the other of news real is, compliments today. We do know the clock on here. Yeah. There's a method. There's a method to all the madness. It One all to three. equals up. <laughs> one to three is not that's the it. clock. It's the clock. That's the Start clock. at one. One to three, three is not the clock. Feels like the clock. Yeah. Oh, this this uh, quick before we get to this uh, uh, little, little bit of, little bit of NBA news here that uh, Chet Holmgren, the number two pick of the draft, torn ligaments in his foot. Always the trouble with the tall, extra tall guys. I'm, you're always worried about that. Sad. About hey, by the way, Kevin Durant, Six. lots of drama, and. Brooklyn saw, just said, eh, we'll call your bluff. I we'll see you here. Simmons, uh, Bill Simmons wrote a thank you uh, letter to him for all of the content over the yeah. summer. Because there was nothing for them because they're so NBA heavy. So thanks for the content. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, kids. By the way, mm -hmm. like how could you have a problem with Steve Nash? I don't know. That feels like that would be maybe you're the problem. Yeah. Tarver was there at Santa Clara with him. There you go. Yeah. Did you have surfing? Wasn't it the great, yeah. uh, the great Zago who enjoyed Justified? Yeah, yeah. There's a great scene in that. And and, and I'll Pedro. I'll change the, I'll change the vernacular. <laughs> if you if you see a jerk in the morning, you see a jerk. If you see a jerk in the afternoon, and you see a jerk in the evening. You're the jerk. You're the jerk, baby. You're it. Yeah, that's right. That's it. That's great right. line from Raylan Givens. Yep. That's where I feel about the Durant thing. Like at some point, look in the mirror, brother. He wasn't you're unhappy happy everywhere. With the Warriors. You can't be happy living in the Bay Area, playing on the best team ever. Yeah. What's the problem? How, how much better does it have to be for you? Is maybe be happy. You may want to be happy and lose. I don't yeah. know. I couldn't be, be happy. Did you guys have? Um, we should we should talk about this. Uh, Len Dawson passed today. Uh, I was unaware that he was an Alliance native. I did not have Stark that. Stark County. I did not have that he was an Alliance native. I that he was just so synonymous with the Chiefs in that cigarette photo. Correct. Yeah. Um, was the the quarterback on their Super Bowl champions? He um, and was he on Inside the NFL forever? That's where I remember him from. That yeah, was like the formative yeah. part of my youth. Was where that's where I remember yeah. him. So that show I didn't have didn't have the cable. My aunt would record HBO for me uh -huh. as a kid, and that show would air. I think it aired like on Tuesday, maybe. Tuesday or Wednesday, maybe Thursday. And, and in my mind, it's Len Dawson, Nick, Nick Bonacati. Nick Bonacati, yeah, from yep. the Dolphins, yep. right? Yep. From their undefeated team. And there was one more. Those two are the two. Those are the synonymous yeah. guys. I'm trying to remember if he was in their booth last year because he was still doing games. Well, he was a local sports guy in Kansas City on Correct. a local affiliate forever, like doing like what Jim does, you know, like yeah. for Channel 3. So that was the, that was the setup. But that was it. It was inside the NFL. Totally. That was the only way that you could see every game. I didn't get. I didn't have cable when I was little. Didn't have cable, so I wasn't watching. There was no so, NFL primetime. That didn't happen until oh, later in high was school. The show. So it was the show you wanted to see the whole league, and then you got the NFL films, and he narrated. That was it. That was it with Len Dawson. I didn't realize he was here for a short cup of coffee either. I did not know that. Yeah. Until I read that this morning. Yeah, we've had a lot of dudes. So 1978 kind of. to 2001, it's is called the Dawson Bonacati era. So on inside the NFL, yeah, 78 to 91 to 2001. Yeah. So Len Dawson. Run. Well, he showed. Hold on, here we go. 
1980, 80 to 2001. So Merle Harmon leaves left for NBC. Len Dawson was joined by fellow Hall of Famer and former Miami Dolphins linebacker Nick Monacati. In 1989, newly retired Chris Collinsworth joined as an on-air reporter. I remember oh, Collinsworth yeah. was there. In 90, he joined them as the third host. And some of the co-hosts during that time were Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Glanville. After the 2001 season, Dawson and Bonacani both retired from the show. From 2002 to 7, the show was hosted by Bob Costas with Marino Collinsworth and Chris Carter, which I... That doesn't I, suck. I remember that. But, yeah, it was Bonacani and, and... I mean, Collinsworth's been around for a while. Yeah. It was Len Dawson and Bonacani. Collinsworth was the third guy but that wasn't until later it was really just the two of them that's why we couldn't think of a third it was the two of them it was just the two of them yeah he didn't join as the host for a decade later do so they still do it is that show still on it is still on it's moved to showtime and paramount plus um it is james brown phil sims brandon marshall ray lewis and they just added uh, julian edelman to the program okay yeah i feel like they don't promote that <laughs> No, it doesn't get a lot of. It's got to be. They got to push it on CBS, probably, right? You Paramount. guys are probably watching games, and so you're, you guys are at the game, so maybe you're not. They got to press it there. It's got to be pushed there. I would think. Bit, I would think. Yeah. So, uh, Ohio legend, eighty-seven. I have that number right on the age. On his age, Connor says yes. Good job, had a baby. All right, time for a little better or worse, Gibby. Yeah, higher or lower? Let's roll. <clears throat> Since three of you think that it's better or worse, it's uh, higher or lower, actually. <clears throat> NFL Power Rankings, the debut on ESPN.com. All the ESPN NFL Nation reporters contribute. First and foremost, at number 17, your Cleveland Browns. Segura, higher, lower, or just right? Gonna take a page out of Missouri Gibbs. Do you have a book. pre? Do you? Oh, you have a printout. Oh yeah, there we're right. Connor's right, running right. a great show over here. All right, and it's not in landscape. No, it's perfect. Look, I think we're better than teams that are ranked ahead of us. We have to go out and prove it. Their skepticism abounds about our football team. A lot of turmoil and tumult surrounding us, but I do think that we can beat anybody on this list. I think the top eight teams feel to me like they're in a little bit of their own genre and then i think teams nine honestly all the way through team 20 are really good like i i I think the saints are going to be good they have a great defense i think miami's good i think arizona's good we're good patriots i think we're better than the patriots but we'll see eagles are we know they're good colts again i think we could beat them raiders broncos titans and i'm not as big on the titans cowboys i mean ravens that's a good group of teams there are a lot of good teams in the nfl is the bottom line and it's fine. Who cares? Who cares? This says we got to go out there and do it. We got to go in week one into Charlotte, North Carolina, Flair Country. Woo! And we've got to beat the Carolina Panthers. And then we can start to talk a little bit because then you get the Jets at home. You got to win that one. Then you got to beat the Steelers. We, yeah. we got to be three and zero right there. And I then think we can talk. I think it's just right. I think it's appropriate. So I, said, I yeah. think if you're here every day, you could feel a little more bullish about our defense than probably everybody around the league is. But look. We have major question marks at receiver other than Amari in terms of from a proven standpoint. And while we love Jacoby Brissett, there's going to be a certain limit to what that's going to provide. So, yeah. I mean, if I think the thing that's – and I'm sure you – I don't know if you have these on your list of the things to discuss, but, like, I think a bigger beef than even us is probably Arizona and Miami. They probably think – especially sure. Arizona. Arizona's Miami, probably going, yeah. we're good to go. They're waiting on Hopkins, Six but, games, like yeah. – 
here's the thing. Why can't we go win the West or be second to, you know, the Rams? That's the way they're few, deal, dealing it. Deal Here, with it. Here's the thing. One of the things that people focus on, and it's partly due to fantasy football, are is your are your skill groups. Yeah. And when you don't have the quarterback, well, that's number one most important mm-hmm. thing. But you know, Jacoby Brissett's not going to be considered a top half of the league quarterback. We hope that he no. plays that way, and and in this offense, you know, is better than what the perception of him is outside of this building. And we have probably from a receiving core, we're probably in the bottom quartile of the league, mm-hmm. right? So that's not sexy to people. People don't get excited about, oh, you've got three amazing corners, three very good safeties, and my they don't that doesn't Nick Chubb, okay. People don't get that excited about running backs unless it's Derrick Henry. For some reason he's just not regarded like that Nick because he doesn't he's never, say anything ever. He doesn't say anything and he never gets three hundred carries in a season. No. No. So you don't he doesn't have that gaudy eighteen hundred yard year. Now maybe that could come this year. Maybe that comes this year sure. you know, through these eleven games and with where we are at in the run game, I mean that, or in the in the pass game rather, maybe that's when that when he has that explosion. But no, I think it's, I think it's appropriate. Next, higher or lower, Buffalo is number one according to the ESPN NFL Nation crude. Number two is Tampa Bay. Higher, lower, or just right, Bishop? The lower. They're lower. They have real questions. Have you seen what's happened to them on the offensive line? Boy. From an injury standpoint in camp? Brady was gone for 11 days? I don't know. I Yeah, no. I think lower. I think the Rams should be higher than them. I think the Bengals are better than them right now. Why are I think the Chargers predicting a fall off for the Bengals? I don't get it. I, I don't know either. it's a Super Bowl hangover and it happens. I mean, it's a pretty right. real thing. It happens, but... I don't see it. They got better in their the points of their deficiencies, which were the offensive line. Yeah, their corners are a little bit of a, you know, issue, but that still feels like a very good team. I think the Chargers. And are, I, think, I was I getting them. The that was the other team that I would have ahead of them too. I would have the Rams, Chiefs, Bengals, Chargers, all ahead of them. So I, it, it, I don't it, understand I, them being that high. I wonder if the Chargers are going to be this year's most overhyped team. I keep going. If they back are, to then that. Brandon Staley's got to be fired. That, he's going to be the reason why. Is smoke. That roster is so good. So good. I mean, they got everything. There's just – you go look at it. Pass rush, their corners, too deep. receivers, line. Everything. Everything. Stud quarterbacks. Yeah. Check bot. All. Derwin. If they don't, Head coach, if they don't win – not a check mark yet. No, but not if they don't, then he's done because they have everything else. All right. Next. Higher or lower. Los Angeles, the Rams yes. are number three. It takes us to number four in the Kansas City Chiefs. Zagura, higher, lower, or just right for KC? I think it's just right. I think they're still really good. I think people – I know Tyreek Hill is a big part of what they did, but they've got a lot of weapons, and I think part of it was, yes, Tyreek Hill, again, tremendous benefits, but I also think Pat Mahomes at times got into the habit of holding the ball and looking for him as opposed to just pop, 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 distributing it. And he's looked great in the preseason, just getting the ball out. I think they're a very good team. Good, solid defense, good lines solid i don't know what his odds are like for mvp but you're but but i'm in yeah everyone's taking shots sammy watkins oh rogers is on another level tyreek hill Tua throws a better ball by the way this is Tua. they all right it says Tua smoking darius slay here what's the first thing you notice he had to stop for the ball darius Uh, slay didn't fall over uh, look at this give a like this guy clay ferraro with wplg in miami 
claims if this is Tyreek Hill smoking Darius Slay, he has to stop for the ball. He ain't stopping if it's Mahomes did, if slinging it. The DB turns around, it's a pick. Yeah, he just he underthrew it. All right, anyway. Next. Higher or lower? The Bengals are number five. The Packers, number six, takes us to number seven. And Zagura's Barrya Bombers, the 49ers, number seven. Zagura, higher or lower, just right. Raster is totally complete. They've got all, all you want. And the question is, right, what is Trey Lance? What is Trey Lance? Great coaching team, great well-coached team. I, I think it's got to be lower, though. I think they are worse than seven. I would take the Chargers over them. And in many ways, to me, what is the biggest differentiator other than Kyle compared to, say, the Eagles, who feel like they have a very, very mm-hmm. complete team? And the question for them is the quarterback, but Jalen Hurts has already taken them to the playoffs. Yeah. Like, I feel like them at 15 is is not right. Yeah, it's lower. And it doesn't mean it can't get here. No, and they could be just, top four. They, they certainly have all of the pieces to be higher. They have a, they could win the Super Bowl if the bet on Trey Lance pays off. It's just a big bet, and we just haven't seen him. We have no idea. I mean, I really can't wait to see. In the NFC, I can't wait to see them play. Agreed. And I feel the same way about Jacksonville in the AFC. I can't wait to see what Lawrence does. Oh, I'm excited two. for them. Yeah, I think both of those – I want to see those young guys and see – I mean, Lawrence was a sure, sure thing, and Lance was a big gamble. Yes. What's it? What's it look like? What's it look like? I got Lawrence late in a in a draft where you can basically have a guy for his whole career, if, depending on where you drafted him. And I, I like that. I feel like Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson made Carson Wentz look like an MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is good. Yep. Yep. Next, higher or lower? Uh, real quick, rapid fire. Ravens higher, lower, just right at number nine. Bishop lower, lower. Coming off of huge injuries across the board. Running back corners, all over the place. Unrest with Lamar. This feels like some unrest. Yeah, no. And, and Dobbins isn't going to be ready for Week One. And no, is lower. They're not ten. This Gus. is on reputation. Yes. Yeah. Which they deserve up yeah. down the line. Up next at number twenty-two, the Squealers. Higher, lower, or just right, Zagara? That feels fine to me. They're they're below. They have some team. They have some guys. They I, do. It but me to I, say. it's a like, weird think, makeup of that roster. I think though. the Vikings should be better than they are. The and only problem below. I have is, like, I think Washington is not better than them. I don't think Washington's great. All right, go to – this is crazy. They have Seattle and Chicago ahead of Detroit. <laughs> what they're trying is the no hatred for the Lions? Because they're just, just perpetual they have, losers. That's right. why he's got to get the losing out of the pants. He's got <laughs> – Sure. Final one. Listen, man. Just losing out of here, man. 30. <clears throat> I like that Jets team. Final one, number 32, the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be. It's got to be them or Houston, Chicago. Those well, are the three he, worst teams in football. Here, here's the here's the funny thing. I about think they that. beat Chicago though right now. Here, At least they have a plan. Atlanta's thirty-two, Houston's thirty-one, the hey. Jets are thirty. Yeah, the Jets are better than thirty. Yep, twenty-nine is Carolina. The Jets are kind of twenty-eight. The Giants, twenty-seven. The Jags, twenty-six. The Lions. Wasn't Brees Hall a stud? He was at Iowa State. Yeah. The Bears, twenty-five. The Bears should be thirty-one or thirty-two. Yes. The Seahawks. Should be down there. The too. bottom They're three should be the Bears, be. Seattle, and Atlanta. It's about and three. Houston. Those four. I think Houston's going to be better than people think, but yeah. not great. Those four, I think, are the four worst teams. Fair. And that is this week's higher or lower. Better or worse. Better or worse. <laughs> so much Fail. more to come. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cornucopia.
Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. There's a new way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns with the help of your favorite four-legged companion, Barking Backers, presented by Milkbone, is the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today at BarkingBackers.com. Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. Did you sign up, Asa? You know it. She's in there. She's a Barking Backer. She's fired up. You had a little Browns jersey with like a half on? Like kind of, like yeah, it'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. Be pretty strong for her. Asa. Yeah, no, she's, a, she's, a, she's pumped about the Backers. Remember? She's looking forward to... Uh, the first like backer gathering. That's the what gathering, she's, yeah, yeah. She's pumped. She loves other she's, dogs. She's an alpha female. <laughs> Big fan of other uh, dogs. Not a fan of other dogs. Really we not had, a fan of other humans. I do miss when we were doing the coaches show and we were remotely during COVID. And Asa, like somebody would come to the door and Asa just not having it. Lose her mind. Not having yeah. it. Yeah. I'm 10. Well, she's 13 pounds. I'm 13 pounds and you're in a world of pain. There's, right? a, yeah. there's a lot coming your way. Yeah. Get ready. All of it. All of it. All right. The next level is coming up next. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cleveland Browns Daily 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN 850 WKNR.